You're listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So I feel kind of ashamed. I didn't really, really do my homework for this movie. I did watch the movie. I'm assuming you guys did too. Yes. (laughs) But the movies aren't based off of the documentary, but the documentary was so popular that they decided to make this like uh, anthology of short stories for a movie based on a book you were saying, Luane, which I didn't even know about. (laughs) So I didn't realize this went so many levels deep. It goes deep. Yeah into uh inception so uh but let's let's uh introduce ourselves and we'll talk a little bit more about this film my name is chad helverson and below me i've got Luane. hey how's it going and to the left of me i've got rose hello hello so horror noir it's uh amc shutter original uh came out 28th i think uh it was released on shutter it's an anthology of short horror stories between like 20 and 30 minutes. It's actually a really long movie overall. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're really stretching the short and short story here. Yeah. yeah. It's basically six short stories expanding on the legacy of black genre filmmaking, whose first hundred years was shown in that documentary the, that came out in 2017. Uh, but today, the anthologies of films that we watched uh, were called Daddy. Bride Before You, Brand of Evil, The Lake, Sundown, and is it Fugu State? Fugue Fugue. State. Fugue. Oh, man. I suck at my own language. (laughs) It's a weird word, Uh, to be fair. It looks very strange. I'm like, yeah, Fugu. That's right. It's it's a thing, right? I don't quite know how to really break this down because it is an anthology. Like, every story has a mini arc and, you know, there's a beginning, middle, and end. All deal with different... Subjects. Yeah. Subjects. <laughs> Subjects related to blackness. Um, yeah. It, it, mostly in America. Yeah. And it, it, we talked about already how long the movie is. And it already feels like, because it's an anthology, of course, you're going to have some really good stuff, some really okay stuff. There's nothing bad in this, but the, the level varies in terms of what I liked and didn't like in these. Mm-hmm. And I think some of them either needed to be shorter to trim out some of the extra detail that they give us that doesn't end up going anywhere, or they should have just made this a limited series and given each one of these movies an episode so that it could grow however it needed to grow rather than trying to fit within the, well, it doesn't even fit within the two hour window. It's like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I was shocked when I loaded up the screener and saw the runtime. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to make an anthology like this, and most of them were at a half hour, I guess it made more sense to do it as a miniseries. Because I I feel like you didn't have enough time to break down truly what Mm -hmm. the message was Mm -hmm. on each episode. And and like you can afterwards as like an afterthought, but like you've got six different movies bouncing around in your head, all with 
similar messaging, but different stories and uh, uh, different challenges for each of these characters. It did feel a little bit hard to kind of pay attention to everything all at once. Yeah, some of the stories are, I I thought, kind of slow, kind of dragged on, not as engaging as as you would expect from something from a short story format, because, yeah, you've got to keep it snappy and some of them really didn't get to the good stuff until right at the end and usually when it when they did it, it was quite good and it was like oh this is what i'm here for um but some of them it just it just kind of like piddled along until you got to that point at which some of times it seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah yeah and i don't know i feel like any horror can suffer from that in general it doesn't have to be specific to mm-hmm. black horror but i do Love the fact that the documentary was so popular that they're like, all right, you know, and, and and it's not like it just happened then. Like Jordan Peele's obviously been doing great with his stuff and it's it's been building momentum over years. I'm just glad there's just more people out because I love horror in general. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't care who makes it. I just want people making it. And, and if these artists who normally wouldn't have uh, a venue or a soapbox to tell their stories, if this allows them to, then by all means, it doesn't have to be great. But any um, contribution to the genre from a different perspective other than mine, you know, I'm always down for watching that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, and that that is this movie's anthology, whatever, you know, that that is its biggest strength is even though some of the stories are kind of hit or miss, just what it is and what it represents and what it can bring to the table culturally it is, you know, by and large the best part of it. And on that same note, I hope we get more of these, you know, it's a fantastic yeah. idea. I, I think regardless of how I feel about some of the stories, I absolutely want to see more from everyone involved in this movie, mm-hmm. whether it's writing, directing, acting, whatever, because every there's, there's nothing in this that I, actively disliked there were some i'm like well this engages me more than others yeah but i think the importance is having an additional voice in horror well filmmaking in general but horror in particular because very often you know the introduction of a non-white character in horror makes them almost inherently disposable almost to the point that it's a joke that then we swing the other way And then that becomes a joke. And so it was interesting to just have these characters throughout most of these movies just be people. Yeah. And to find there's so much in this that I never have to think about. Right. I'm an old white dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but dropping like in in one of the stories, the lake, the realtor showing this African-American woman around drops a line about even a beach for her to get a tan. Yeah. And I'm just like, you didn't think at all about what you're doing. Nope. <laughs> and there's a lot of elements where there the some of the stories talk about black or white roles in society. Bride mm-hmm. before you really hits on that one. Oh, because time. it there's there's a lot about about cotton and who gets to do what with it that mm-hmm. again is another thing that sort of right past me. But when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I appreciated having exposure to a different voice in horror or storytelling in general, because these are things I never have to think about. Yeah. And I should. 
Yeah, it, it most definitely puts a lot of those social and racial and cultural issues just right up front. And it it it's all the better for it. I mean, uh, it, it is definitely telling a lot of kind of stories that you've heard before, uh, but in, you know, from the opposite perspective in, in a lot of cases. And it it's really quite fascinating. Yeah. And I feel horror has always been the perfect genre for taking the mirror and pointing it at the audience, at society in, in weird ways. Like they're weird stories and, you know, not necessarily something we would see in real life, but the genre really does lend literally a lens to things you don't necessarily know that's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be completely oblivious and be like, well, I knew all this stuff, you know, before I even (laughs) watched this movie. But, you know, there's some things like, oh, yeah, like the instance with the realtor in the lake, like not that specific experience, but I have been with people of color who have been in that experience. And it's like super awkward. And, you know, I didn't know what to say in that moment. Uh, maybe I should have said something. Stuff like this, it's 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 definitely probably hard to get some people to watch it because they're just going to think it's like, oh, it's just, you know, black people complaining about grievances or why can't we all just we're all the same color, like, you yeah. know, all that bullshit. And yeah, it's, why are you going to make it so woke? Dude, yeah, the, why is the it number woke? of times I saw the word woke in, in the reviews. reviews of this movie, <laughs> I'm like, you mean a movie with people in it? Yeah. I, and that's just it. Horror. You, you you mentioned earlier, horror seems like a really good lens for this. And it is because horror is by its nature often transgressive. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that are terrifying in really good horror are not overt. Right. They don't have to be a slasher. They can be this weird feeling you have or this realization that the people you know aren't the people you know. But it can it, it really does make a good lens for that because it can be really obvious and really overt, like dealing with the elements of sundown, right? Mm-hmm. There's literally a sign that says you all got to get out of town. Yeah. And then you have the things like the realtor or maybe slightly less subtle, the the, the bits about cotton in um, Bride Before Me or mm-hmm. um, fatherhood, specifically black fatherhood in Daddy. That was almost more interesting before it got to the punchline. Yeah. Like before it, it before it really opened the real horror element, that was almost more interesting to me to see because of what it represents as, hey, here's a positive model. You know, mm-hmm. here's here's a guy who's doing that thing that everybody says nobody does. Right. So I was along for the ride there. You had the horror element. OK, well, that's a different thing. And it, it sort of becomes different. But again, this is not a thing I have to think about when I'm watching the average horror movie. Right. This movie needs to exist, if nothing else, to remind the rest of us how shitty things are and what a difference it is just to hear somebody say, hey, this sucks for me. It would be great for you to even acknowledge that that's a thing. And if I got to do it with something that scares you or grosses you out or whatever, then great. Yeah. What was your favorite uh, out of the six of them? Sundown. Sundown, probably. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that, that was the I, best I think, one. It's good they saved that one for last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I did like – there wasn't any of them I didn't like. But yeah, Sundown was the one I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in. I, I really liked – was that uh, – Fugue state uh, with the the artist. 
uh, that was Brand of Evil was the one yeah. with the artist. Brand of Evil, yeah. Yep. That was probably my second favorite, uh, only because the whole idea of this black artist who's really good and he's torn between helping his neighborhood mm-hmm. and, you know, making a living. He goes down this rabbit hole that I don't think he necessarily wants to, but he ends up just being stuck there by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Sundown, right away, I knew what it was going to be about oh. just by the title because there there were Sundown towns, specifically in the South, mm-hmm. Jim Crow South, back in the day, where you literally, if you were black and you were in this town after Sundown, you're oh, probably going to be lynched. Yeah, it was uh, super yeah. shitty and awful and embarrassing. Yeah. But the, the twist on Sundown, I think, is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a, it was a good way to to get the audience to experience what that fear is like just in this one event, but it's like that for everybody in that situation all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, because what happens impacts everybody involved regardless of their color, but they use again the lens of their race to sort of set up the situation. But it gives everybody else the opportunity to be to be just as afraid when the sun comes down that things are going to go very badly for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Luane, why don't you kick us off on uh, some final thoughts here? Just from a technical standpoint, the the look, the sound, the the acting, the the stories as a in a broad sense, I think this is it's all pretty solid. I don't know what their budget was that they were working with, and sometimes it feels like maybe you sort of inhibited by it. But I really would have preferred to see this, I think, as a limited series rather than stuck into an anthology movie, because I think some of these stories probably could have had a little room to breathe. All in all, I I liked this. I I know I don't want to use the word experiment because yeah. I'd like it not to be an unusual thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But I sincerely hope this is successful in the hope that it will generate more things like it because if it's unsuccessful then it will be a very easy excuse to use not to ever do this again and i wasn't kidding everybody involved in this production needs to have more work and we need to see it because it's absolutely worth it and we need the additional voice so i'm gonna give this um 4.5 4.5 out of six stories that I really liked. <laughs> cool. Rose. Uh, yeah, they kind of, some of them struggle a little bit against the kind of the low budget, but overall it was very worthwhile experience. Uh, I, I really dug it and I, I dug the um, differing perspectives and then takes on some, you know, well-worn horror movie tropes and things like that. I agree that I think maybe it should have been a limited series rather than all smushed together into one creep show style, you know, anthology movie. And the the length of some of them was a bit of a detriment. Uh, some of them, I think, that could have gotten to the same place in a shorter time frame. But that said, yeah, it was a very uh, fun <laughs> sit through uh, and I, I really hope to see more things like this. And yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I really hope that this doesn't come to be seen as like an experiment or just kind of a novelty or anything. Because uh, yeah, it, it shouldn't be. This should just be a thing. And there should be a lot more of it. Um, and I hope that this is successful enough for it to warrant a, a sequel or a continuation or whatever this documentary or book or anything keeps spawning off of. Um, I am going to give it 
six Swedish men putting on West Virginian accents out of 10. I really don't have too much to add, but I'll just add a different perspective or at least hop off of the whole anthology thing. I think if it would have been four short stories, Mm -hmm. it would have been easier to digest all of this because it was six. I I mean, especially with the success of, I don't know if you guys saw Lovecraft Country. I did. Mm -hmm. That was like one of my favorite shows uh, of that year. And yeah, there's, you know, it's an anthology. It was almost like an X-Files-esque type season. And it's a little bit more tied together than these were because these are obviously vignettes. They don't really have anything to do with each other. But I still think doing an anthology show would have done more justice. It would have been easier to digest what just happened, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of like, oh, there's the twist and we're into the next movie and I got to learn new people and a new situation. And but again, like you guys said, it's good. Minorities, especially in America, don't have as big of a voice as we do. You know, call me a cuck ally or whatever, (laughs) but I like different perspectives. I like different food, different cultures, different, I don't know, anything that's just not Midwestern for me. Like I just love all that being said, these movies were really good. Maybe not the best platform to show it, but the stories have something to say that creators obviously know what they're doing. And yeah, I absolutely want to see more. Uh, that being said, I will say seven out of 10 Malcolm Barrett's because that guy is dope as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was expecting with this. I, I definitely think I sh- uh, will go back and watch the documentary, mostly because I'm a documentary nerd. Maybe there's something I'm missing that would give this an extra point for me. And maybe it, it'll tell me an anthology makes sense. But either way, I think I think we all had a good time with this one. Yeah. yeah. And, and definitely check out uh, the documentary because it is it's pretty fantastic. And read the book if yes. you're into reading. 